Today's podcast is brought to you by drinkers like you. To help support the show, visit patreon.com slash haveadrinkshow. Welcome. I'm Bob Stradamus, and I'm here to tell you the future of 2021. In this year, we will finally see the robots rise up, and I, for one, welcome our new overlords. Jaws 19 in 3D will finally be released, and I'll finally get a beer prediction right. Okay, more than one of those is wrong, but it's time for us to wildly speculate about the year ahead and maybe have a drink. drink i'm Brittany the walker i'm justin frazier i'm christopher walker and i'm casey bryce <laughs> wow here here we all are alive <laughs> we we survived we did what's we a miracle is more of us didn't catch covid <laughs> yeah because if, Tur- if turn, you turn <laughs> go ahead let's say if you watched or listened to uh our New Year's Eve stuff, you are um, observing like the symptoms of COVID set in on one of us and the other three surrounding that person somehow get through the night and don't catch it. Yeah. So I was the outbreak monkey. <laughs> but like the really bad outbreak monkey. Um. Not the good one playing with the little girl. The real real bad symptoms didn't kick in until after the the, the stream stopped. Uh, But there was a moment where you hear me shout out, I can't smell anything. That was not actual osnosmia. That was, uh, I I just became congested for a bit. Yeah, you were trying Uh, to sound like you were getting congested. Like you just had like a cold or something. Like you were just yeah. uh, but no, turns out, uh, despite me thinking I just had like some sort of bug or feeling bad, which lasted a couple of days, I went and got, I went, I called my doctor. He said, go take a COVID test. I took a test and like less than a day later, turns out I had COVID. Now, Casey had by that point already tested negative twice, I think. By the time you <clears throat> had told me that, you were positive. Then I had tested a rapid twice that day and then got a full on like real good like uh, the sequencing DNA sequencing two hour test later on that evening. Like a the advantages to having thing. a spouse they the, got the advantages of a spouse with... in the medical field. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. They were in his lungs with a cheese grater and <laughs> 
you and your fancy yeah. testing, whereas we didn't. Yeah, it's yeah, we didn't get that. <laughs> I I was, uh, I was uh, online that day trying to find like, can I buy fifty tests just to have at the house? Because <laughs> I mean, they've got those five dollar ones. Like my my work has bought thousands of the five dollar rapid tests. And I'm like, well, if I could just take one every day before I go to work, then it's like the price of a coffee, but I know that I'm not going to infect anybody. Mm. Yeah. True. Uh, yeah, I had, uh, I ended up actually having, I would consider probably a pretty mild case since I didn't have to get hospitalized. Mm. Uh, and I had a fever for a few days and I had some coughing and some dizziness. Still could smell and taste. That was the thing I kept testing constantly. Mm. I kept going to things going like, <laughs> No. Still smells like things. Kept pouring himself that uh, rum barrel dragon's milk just to make it, it smell like rum. Still smells like rum. Casey. So yeah, that's that's been my my couple weeks. Uh, how, how have you been, Casey? I really don't remember. It's been a fast couple weeks. In fact, like when we started to go with the show for this week, I was like, has it already been time? Is it? I know. Yeah. Like it hasn't been that long, but yeah. What is time? Um, it's passed oh. quickly. I do want to point out that I came back to work sooner than other people I work with. And I actually had COVID and they did not. Oh. <laughs> Just want to point out how like we had higher management going, the f- the what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Sorry. So yeah, uh, just Casey, has it just been like time has just flown by because you've been busy or has it been just, you know, daily grind kind of thing and you just I guess together um i mean like i just i don't know i forget there's been a lot of things like to take up time or whatever um we went down to Asheville uh last weekend that was fun took a little quick trip down there um but even that's like sort of a blur because we were down and back in less than 24 hours basically like we left went down experienced Asheville and came frank and zilla had their first craft beer right (laughs) uh no i don't think no no. Did, Did they? <laughs> no. Did they accidentally? No. No, um, Emmett already had his. He had his like over a year ago when look, a snifter, snifter of double IPA was left sitting on the coffee table. And he just strolls up to it like, don't mind if I do. <laughs> Turns out a snifter is perfect for like an 18-month-old to just grasp it and then chug it. Just <laughs> picturing him setting it back down going like, Yum. <laughs> yeah, that's what we were afraid of. <laughs> but um, didn't that? And then I've been working on some Raspberry Pi stuff. Um, the little like the, micro computer. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Not not like for, a Raspberry Beret yeah. style beer. Like, for a brief second, I was like, "Oh, a beer." Uh, nope. Nope. Raspberry Pi. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got some ideas. There, there's some boards out there that are um made with or not boards but the uh screens that are like the old kindles the paper white mm-hmm. and um they use basically no energy whenever you program them so I'm, I'm looking at some ways to deploy some raspberry Pis remotely on battery packs instead of using full-on like mm-hmm. powered stuff and uh doing like distributed displays with those so we'll see how that goes nice cool. nice so um, yeah well, I hadn't really been doing anything until today when I met up with Bob and we sat in a parked car for four hours. Hey, <laughs> so it, was a, it was a good four hours. Uh, 
we uh it was it was uh, apparently experimental baba day not actual baba day at ethereal but uh because who knows when that's gonna be this is our second baba not baba day at ethereal uh going on for this year like these these are uncertain times and uh but but chris had texted me yesterday he's like yeah i mean you gotta work so you can't make it to tomorrow right and i went i don't have to work what tomorrow is a thing and he's like yeah there's baba yeah they're doing that. Like, that was tomorrow i thought that was like Next week or the week after or something. I, 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 my assumption is anytime someone says it's a beer release, I can't make it because I'm working. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I could. And I was like, oh, beer, beer for me? <laughs> it, was, uh, it was interesting to see in these trying times uh, what's going on because it was more of a tailgate than a line share and we just sat in the car the hell away from everybody and the guys in front of us were just drinking away in their car and I was just sitting there looking at going that's all kinds of sketchy mm. <laughs> look I told Chris like there is a line <laughs> and uh, drinking inside the car even if you're going to be parked for a few hours that's the line <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I'm like, you know what? A line share is one thing. I was like, this really like goes over the open container stuff. As soon as you get into vehicles, it's like, <laughs> I'm in sure Maryland. I'm in a death machine. Like, the the only thing keeping us safe at any given moment are just the general conceit that we are all going to follow these little lines in the road and not crash into each other just because we feel like it. Yeah. Alcohol it makes all that go away. So I'm like, uh. <laughs> But it was a good morning, and uh, we we were like third or fourth in line. We got all all that we could carry, and then went inside and yeah. enjoyed the uh, draft only, which was baklava, Baba Yaga. That was so interesting. That just makes me want yeah. baklava. It makes it me was... interested for the like ones we've got bottles of because it's like cinnamon roll and then blueberry chocolate chip maple pancake, and it's like. Oh, there's a lot going on in that one. In, in all honesty, I forgot most of them about what what they were. <laughs> you were like, and Baba, I just heard just... I heard Baba in any version, and I went, "Yeah, I'm down. Whatever, I'll I'll pay you guys whatever you want." All right, uh, but uh, the baklava was like a funky imperial stout. Yeah, so it had the you know because like baklava has. It'll have that like sweet the honey and like yeah. like a sweet tartness, like natural kind of tart to it, and they had that in there. And so I'm like, well, if if you didn't know that, then you would be like, oh, this thing's like, you know, this is soured, this is infected, and it's like, no, it's yeah. a different kind of tart. Mm. Yeah, like that. The, there's 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 a bit when I first tried it where I was like, this is almost an off flavor. But it tastes so much like baklava that it can't be. <laughs> Unless, of course, they accidentally got off flavors that made baklava and they just went, yeah, yeah. baklava! <laughs> <laughs> it's a possibility. Look, I I never exclude that from the realm of possibility in brewing, where it's just like, happy accidents, guys! Let's just sell it still. Because science. This <laughs> product. Yeah. Change the name and go from there. Mm. Got a tank uh, of it. You got to sell it. <laughs> but it was it was it was it was pretty good. It was really good. I I enjoyed. Looking forward. Looking forward to the other ones. 
Um, so I guess, if I had not needed a nap after uh, being <laughs> up that early, I would have stuck some in the fridge to uh, have some tonight. But, yeah. you know, planning is not a strong suit of mine. <laughs> Look, I had to get up and drive down from up here. Got up yeah, I know. You had it worse than me. I still needed a nap. Yeah, no, I mean, you guys have taken a nap, and that's exciting. I, I could use the nap. Um, but um, what's great, to, I, I guess now's a good time to just call it out. Uh, you guys, uh, dear listeners and viewers, were awesome New Year's Eve. Diamond Club managed to raise over $6,400. And that was fantastic for Child's Play. Uh, yeah. Uh, all yeah. that going. It was Child's Play, and then they give the money to Children's Miracle yeah. Network. So, extra life. Yes, the extra life. And uh, it was fantastic. That's the most we've ever raised, and it's all because of you guys. Uh, thank you all so much. Uh, it's I want to be like, it's all thanks to Bryce, because I think uh, Bryce alone brought in like three grand for the hour he was doing marble uh, racing. Marbles. Oh, my God. Marble racing is so much fun, guys. If I know I shouldn't be plugging other people's stuff while we're in our stuff, but... If you are watching, if you see Night Attack pop up and you see Bryce doing a Marvel Marvel stream, you get in on that. Apparently, you, you will get sucked in and be like, "Come on, I can do this. I'm gonna win." You have absolutely no control. You you got this. But yeah, we had a lot of fun. Uh, as if you uh, watched or listened to those episodes, you might know <laughs> that I think that was the first time all four of us have been together for like the last. A bit. Year and a half, two years? Uh, Drinking, doing a show? It's definitely been a minute. Doing a, okay, uh, altogether doing a show. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I don't yeah. think Casey, Casey couldn't make it last streamathon, I don't think. No. Uh, I think I was out of town or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, were, you were on vacation, and then at nah. Oktoberfest, it was <laughs> just the three of us drinking. <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's, yeah, it was, it was a good time. Well, because there wasn't really an Oktoberfest. Yeah. We made it Oktoberfest. <laughs> we made an Oktoberfest. Um, but yeah, all right. Uh, so that I guess that's for our announcement. <laughs> More of a congratulations. Good job, guys. You, you well did done. good. Well done, indeed. Well done. I didn't say what I was up to. You took yeah, Brittany, what have you been up to? I'm sorry. <laughs> what were you up to? Uh, no, I just wanted to share that, like, I, I feel good because I finally started exercising again, like, working out. Yeah. And, um... Shaming me? What? No. I no, mean, Brittany, like, I'm going to go because... in here and exercise, and I'm like, I'm going to be a fat crap and sit on the couch, <laughs> and I'm going to watch Chris, just more because she walks videos. Behind, just, Chris, just because she's walking behind you while she's doing that ringing a bell saying shame doesn't mean <laughs> that she's shaming you. Right. Uh, no, but so I, I signed up, I, I did the, the bundle subscription thing, but, um, so Apple fitness plus, if you have a, uh, an Apple watch, um, it's really nice. Like I, I thought it was like, oh, this is kind of gimmicky or whatever, but like, I just wanted to say like, I really enjoyed it so far. Like the trainers are actually fun and it's very helpful to be able to, so you can see the stuff from your watch on the screen. Um, so you're not just following a video of someone working out and like following along. You're also seeing your progress as it happens. So it's it's very helpful like to get in that mindset of like, oh, okay, I just need to do this. 
and I've discovered because like I hate normal exercises like I hate running <laughs> and I hate why I hate just walking and I hate so like but the 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 hit exercises and the strength training have been really fun so I just wanted to like kind of talk that up a little bit yeah, was, no no I I, <laughs> I I have been meaning I was meaning the start of the year try to make sure I could get into our my apartment complex is one of our uh, exercise units that mm-hmm. you know just even get into there if they were open and then you know i had to quarantine for right. <laughs> a, a period of time so my because i because I, I, I saw it i was like oh the lights are on i think i can go in there and do things that's going to be something i'm going to start doing very soon you have to stay inside the house until the health department says you can you can leave <laughs> which Alrighty. by the way that's that's real fun I have yeah. to tell the health department every day, no, I don't have a fever. No, I'm not shitting a <laughs> macrame shelf. Um, don't ask. They, they ask a lot of personal questions in the health department, and it doesn't make a lot of sense. Sure. And COVID has a lot of wild and varied symptoms, and... Just tell him you got the hot snakes. That's, that's a... Got the hot snakes. <laughs> uncommon so ropey. symptom you hear about, yeah. Right. Shooting ropes. Uh, let's move on before I get into some more GMH. Yeah, so, uh, well, speaking of crazy things, our news episode this week. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, where we used to do a news segment. But uh, hey, guess what? The news is so rich and entertaining that it has its own show now. Because Huey Lewis won't have anything to do with the news. So here we go. Uh, does that mean that, wait, is this show Huey Lewis? Should we be in the entire time just doing the Huey fist? <laughs> Perhaps. Gotta do it. Maybe Pull that should be on the down. on the logo now. Yeah. All right. Um, so the news episode this week was actually pretty fun. It was. Uh, <laughs> you seem like the other ones aren't. As opposed to the other ones, which I are mean, garbage. Some, sometimes. Now, this, okay. Sometimes they are depressing because sometimes we have bad news. But this yeah, one was yeah. generally more Tw- lighthearted. Twenty twenty was sometimes. hard on the news episodes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have bad news. Yeah. I was to say, although I do kind of agree with whatever it is that we saw, I do not remember now, but it was like 2021 is is seeming like it's just 2020, but with bangs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, this week we've got uh, wines in space. <laughs> the uh, no, my favorite had to be either the uh, wine heists. Oh. Back again. This week and I in alcohol heists. And Florida man back at it again. And it just no, it inspired us. We have I don't. to we have to get the uh No 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 we can't say too much. I, I need even if you never never listen to it to another news episode again, I need you to get through that news episode to get to the end of it to understand what Florida man did this time. It's it, and it, there's a picture in the article too, it's which we're gonna call back. It's just there's the best. A, it's a callback to an earlier yes. news thing, and then we call it out. You just you just got to go listen to it. It's great. It is it is perhaps the most Florida man, Florida man has ever been. Can I say like a, a, a little bit of a spoiler? There's a tiki involved. Tiki as far as we're gonna go, tiki Punch. hut. Okay, so you went more specific. All right, let's uh, <laughs> let's get into this like open form stumbling topic here. Casey, am I that drunk yet? 
Not yet. So probably not. Uh, my, I'm just asking because I'm I'm flying blind tonight. Well, when Casey we'll just talk about that you, later. When Casey just gives you unlabeled bombers. <laughs> Here, good luck. Well, Casey, look. Oh, you're drinking the whole thing. Oh yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love that. Oh, you just, you shouldn't. Oh, okay. That's you drink the whole family thing? of six. <laughs> that was supposed to be Christmas dinner. It's uh it's supposed to it's supposed to be made for a family of forty seven. Uh, you can tranquilize a wild elephant. We call that one old mother hubbard. <laughs> you uh If you haven't named it Casey, that's the new name. You've got it. The other use the only the only legal use for this is uh to uh, uh sedate rhinos so they can give birth <laughs> to Jim Carrey's. The barrel-aged one, Casey, if you have not named it, it has to be Old Mother Hubbard. <laughs> I think that one's actually called Unbridled Barley. It's <clears throat> a good name. It's all Kentucky ingredients, so oh, right. a play on our unbridled spirit. I forgot about Kentucky. That. Uh... No, no, no. I, I, picked up, I, I picked up what you put down. <laughs> all right, so um, we're, we're going to do a, a quick list here of uh, some stuff we didn't get into on New Year's Eve because when we did eight or nine barley wines, we had intended to do some Eight lists. or nine of the same barley wine. <laughs> Let's be clear. Different vintages. We, uh, we drank the same thing nine times. <laughs> there was some differences. I want to do the first few nine times. <laughs> well, Casey, you're better at it than me and weren't and weren't actively dying. And like, That's true. Weren't congested. Okay, but uh, one of the things we just want to talk about because 2020 sucked so bad, and we did, there's like we usually do a, like oh what were our favorite beers kind of going through <laughs> each of our lists and it's like we we all just kind of looked at each other like I can't tell you what I drank like I I can't I didn't check in half of it the years a blur I want to forget it. <laughs> I was telling Chris like the amount. Of like local stuff I could go out and get, dramatically reduced. Yeah, because I couldn't go out. Like I think I went out like one, maybe two times, but most likely just one time to go like out publicly to drink. That's eighty percent COVID, twenty percent introversion. But it's just how I live. You I know. had some crazy stuff. Like I had two trips to Chicago, and like all like some weird stuff happened oh, for me in twenty twenty. I mean, also, in, also in fairness, the entire staff at my job quit. So, like, fun. You had things. I was. Yeah. I, I didn't get a lot of time to myself. <laughs> I didn't leave the house for three months. <laughs> like it's one of those. So look, if we need to keep measuring, Chris, we can we can keep going, but. But no, you win that one because you're like, well, I actually had the disease, and it's like fair. <laughs> you, you, That's why I, I was hoping we could try to keep measuring. I, I wanted to win. <laughs> you, you were exposed like twenty times, and then actually catch it. Yeah, but no, all right. Um, so... Definitely more than twenty. <laughs> oh no, he works with the public. Exposed. Yeah, I was probably exposed more than twenty. <laughs> but uh, we had at least. Three times where they went, you have to stay inside, including the time I actually had it. Like, just stay inside. Wait till it. Wait till you're sure. 
All right. Well, uh, we've been beating around this bush hard. Uh, we we're just going to, like, 2020, let's just look at the untapped top 10 beers. We meant to do this New Year's Eve. We got drunk and forgot. Mm. Uh, we actually had a whole bunch of lists, and again, we got drunk and didn't even make it through one of them. Is there just, okay, there's hey, we got through at least half that list, and it was a good list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you didn't check it out, go check out the... It would have been the episode right before this. So it would have been yeah. the Barley Wines. Uh, so that that was fun. There was a reason we didn't get to those lists. But we started into the uh, If 2020 Were a Cocktail. That was actually pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. So that, 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 was was a, that, was, that was a good list. So uh, one of the things we wanted to get to are Untapped's Top 10 Beers of 2020. And this is a good gauge of what was going on in 2020 because it's not the best beers of 2020. It's, it's, what, it's what got us through. So if you want to know, <laughs> that's a good what, way to put it. Yeah, what got everyone through 2020, and it, it's kind of telling because huh. I really don't think this is how it usually pans out. Because and because 2020, we can go back and look at like the last two years and compare. Uh, I think some of these, a lot of these beers actually would probably cross over, but n- maybe not in this particular order. I can hear someone already clacking away to do it. Uh, so number one, you had Guinness Draft. Straight up. Uh, number Still two. can't read that without thinking drought. Yeah. Right? So, number two, you had Punk IPA from BrewDog. Uh, number three, yeah. Corona Extra. Yeah. Uh, number four <laughs> that's is... A lot of, that's, that's a lot of ironic check-ins. <laughs> Probably. No, I, it would be funny to see it uh, change the very last week of 2020 so that you could see all the... Uh, the uh, they they ah. even said... They even say in the thing, like in the article here, that it uh, it went from eighth in twenty nineteen to third. So it's that's long that, summer. Yeah, that's that's gotta be. Yeah, that's gotta be people just kind of like I like the there's in my in my brain it's thirty to forty percent of that is ironic check ins of like oh I've like who's got corona? Oh yeah. Well, okay. Uh, number four, you had. IPA from Lagunitas Brewing Company. Number five, you had Heineken. Six, Elvis Juice, Brewdog again. Uh, number seven, Triple Caramel. I, I can, can't say that. Carmelite. 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 From uh, Brivid. Brow Hurry. Yeah. Bostils. Mm. Yeah. Eight, Miller Lite. Uh, nine Stella Artois and ten Hazy Little Thing from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, which but I still I, maintain is one of the best hazies, like in mass market that you can get. It's, is it okay? I'm trying to remember the distinction between them because, like, so New Belgium turned, did did, did well, because New Belgium did their hazy, and they just used like a hefeweizen yeast to make yeah, it hazy, and it was and terrible. It's not actually a hazy IPA. Yeah. Correct. Hazy little thing. I remember taste tasting good. Yeah. It's, it, I, it doesn't have the look. It is not that hazy. Yeah, it's but it's kinda, not that hazy. Yeah, it's kind of good. It's remotely cloudy. Like it's not a clear IPA. You're like, it doesn't have the look, but it has all the taste. And that, that I mean, you're drinking it, so <laughs> that kind of wins it out. But it's interesting to see, like closing out 2020, Sierra Nevada has turned a uh, little thing into a new branding. And so now they've got like four or five beers in the little thing category, or we could just call it thing because they have a big thing. 
which is uh, a big what, double or triple IPA that they just put out. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know they had been doing that. Yes, uh, they've got a few things. I, there were ones I didn't even heard of, and I just, I just was like, oh, I'll go down, look at the beer while I'm at Kroger. And there was another one there, and I was like, holy crap. <laughs> they're, they're multiplying. So, yeah, uh, those were the most popular beers on Untapped, or the most checked-into beers. Not to say okay, they're the best so- beers. It's just what people were actually drinking and checking into. Mm-hmm. Now... Mm-hmm. Guinness has to have a big chunk of that coming from like St. Patrick's Pat- Day, right? Yeah, they because uh, a lot of people would have gotten in St. Patrick's Day before, like the week or the week before everything shut the hell down. Yeah, it would have. Yeah, it would have been like right there. So some places may have still gotten it off, but, but yeah, it's it was. I'm right surprised. I'm surprised. But I'm surprised Brewdog's in there, like, twice. The Punk IPA, I was like, okay. Because <laughs> you don't see that as a common check-in. It's their flagship. No, it's their I, flagship. But Brewdog isn't a brand like normal people. Oh, they're pushing they, hard. They're, they're pushing hard. There's a, there's, a story we, we, uh, there's a story I looked at and didn't try to put in there. Like, they are expanding into, like, Vegas. And, like, they're, they're trying to hit the American market hard. Which, I mean, it's good. I'm so, just saying, like, you know, until this like i you just don't see it granted not the regulars aren't using untapped necessarily but at the same time like it's just not a common checked into thing so here's here's a couple things brew dog um untapped is not just a u.s it's based not. company oh, right. and although i'm sure the majority of their users are in the u.s um but because BrewDog has a much wider international distribution, you know, they, they're not originally from the U.S. Yeah. Um, they're from Europe. Yeah. You're, you're going to get double the, the check-ins there. Well, I mean, Heineken's on that list. And Heineken is, Cause is this, you is know, this worldwide. Like just, so, is yeah. this a worldwide list? This isn't U.S. focus, I assume. It's just no, 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 taps. No. Okay. Okay. And two... Also, who, who BrewDog will deliver to your door. Yes. Oh, that's right. From wherever. So, um, I forgot about that. Depending on your state, but you could potentially go. I'm trying to find a state right now that'll let it deliver, but um, not Kentucky. Yeah, oh, not okay. Kentucky yet. Thank you for explaining why I was having like the yeah. entire time going like the the hell are you talking about. <laughs> so. Well, Right now, you can get a a spiky Indian pale ale. I'm guessing that's like a high, huh. high. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Why makes it I'm, spiky? But anyways, know, but it's seven forty nine six pack. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking of uh, uh, using a spiky pale ale or imperial pale ale. I'm just thinking of like, it's like. Brad Pitt on the label, like a hat Picture, and a pictured a literal hedgehog. <laughs> I was thinking of I was thinking of Pikes from from Snatch. Pikes, it's like the. Has there been a Guy Ritchie movie since Snatch that anyone's liked, like really liked? Oh no, not really. No, okay. oh, no, but I think that words. <laughs> <laughs> I think that words. The word, the p word, to take. Snap. Oh, never mind. Uh, never mind. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I 
I was slow on the update. I figured out what you're talking about. Okay, you're fine. All right, well, moving on. You can't get a non. You can't get a non-alcoholic bu- bundle to wherever you basically live no. of uh, non-alcoholic beers, though. Yeah, the, but they do have a wide point, assortment of non-alcoholic beers. You can get a 24 pack for 42 bucks. <sighs> I, okay. I will say apparently, 2020, like, has was as much as it was the year of seltzer. Apparently, it was the year of non-alcoholic beer. Right. It was big. And it's, I it's don't such a thing. And I'm like, stop it. I I get I get you want to be healthy. But at what cost? <laughs> you want to drive cost. and drink. Yeah, no, I don't. Then, then just get a damn Pepsi. Like, what do you just, I don't. All right, well, that that's 2020. Let, let, again, <laughs> let's put 2020 behind us. Apparently, we're having problems doing that. We, ever, yes, we all are. 2021, we've got a few. Not A lot of breweries don't even have their calendars out. I'm assuming they're not going to put them out. Because they're like, I don't <laughs> Because know. everyone's like, who knows what the hell is going to happen next month. I'm I'm trying so hard not this whole episode just to start going in the year two thousand. <laughs> well, uh, twenty twenty one. We're gonna start off. We're gonna just quickly rifle through through some release calendars, and we're gonna look for some trends that may be coming. Oh, oh. So uh, we've got the shoots up first. I guess I can I can. The ladders the is coming one. next. Casey needs to get ready for the Deladders release schedule. Um, oh, just wait. <laughs> so, uh, Casey, can can like a weird Skunk Works version of your brewery be Deladders? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Deschutes, fresh off of their Brewery of the Year win, uh, coming in with uh, their year-round lineup being. Fresh Haze, uh, Fresh Squeezed, Little Squeezy, uh, Royal Fresh IPA, yeah. and Squeezy Rider. So, can I just say, it feels like Deschutes is behind, and they really want to get on that juicy IPA trend. Well, yeah. that fresh, happened no, like fresh squeezed, one or two years ago. Fresh Squeezed, uh, one or two years ago, what, it became like a almost national bestseller. Like that I, beer like, alone yeah, no. saved them. Yeah, fair. They, they were had they tr- had it rough. Yeah, they were in trouble. They didn't have anything really trending. No one gives a crap about Abyss anymore. It just I, it they weren't I, looking good until that hit, and it is selling. And I've had it before, and it's pretty good. Like it's not bad to pick one of those up. Like if you're out somewhere and looking for a a beer on a menu, you're probably going to find a fresh squeezed and it's not going to really disappoint you. I'm not, I, I don't want to, like, the shoots I really want to like, but I almost never get any of their beer. Oh yeah. So that's I, what I really, other stuff to get instead. Yeah. Uh, what I really like from them is if you move in still in their year round stuff for 2021, uh, the heritage series, you get the black butte Porter coming in cans. Oh. now. Oh, but that is that is, a, that is a fantastic one. That is good. Yeah, uh, that is. If I'm going to get something from Deschutes, yeah. it's their Black Butte Porter. Yeah, and also in their heritage, you got the Mirror Pond Pale Ale, Obsidian Stout is a fantastic one, and their Inversion IPA, mm-hmm. and then their Lifestyle brands. 
You've got the Wowza Locale Hazy. No. <laughs> and then you've got the, uh, I can't stand the Duh Shoots. D-A. <laughs> now that's it. I can't, I can't in good conscience not, not condone that. That's some, <laughs> that's some BS I'd pull. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pacific Wonderland, that's, that's been around for a while. Uh, so limited releases, uh, Red Chair. Uh, Did I say Red Chair? I thought I said Red China. <laughs> Red Chair. N- Red Chair has been Northwest around. Northwest. Yes. North. Question mark. <clears throat> Pale Ale. Yeah. Um, neon Daydream, Twilight Ale, Jubilee Like that's their whole year for their seasonals. Raspberry Black Butte Porter. <laughs> mm. In March. Uh, then mm-hmm. they've got their uh, Black Butte uh, for whatever the anniversary is going to be. Cause it's all like a big barrel-aged version of Black okay. Butte is their anniversary yeah. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the next thing, the Whiskey, whiskey butte, butte in August. <laughs> also, I forgot about that it was pronounced Butte, and I was like, Whiskey Butt. Whiskey Butt. <laughs> mm, whiskey Butt. First thing that happened in my head. Like, uh, That's what I have after uh, on a Sunday morning. Uh, yeah, I, I was want... say, I've had Whiskey Butt one time too many. It's uh, Somebody... not a good night, good so, day, we... good morning. We, we've noticed with founders, uh, KBS and Backwoods Bastard are all available year-round now. Mm. I want someone to take a look at this bottom line and tell me what is now available year-round mm. from Deschutes. The... <sighs> I'm trying to say it without expletives because it deserves it, The Abyss. The Abyss, uh, according to the their 2021 release calendar, is available year-round. Even though it's under the limited release section. Okay. There's also apparently a limited release for Dissident Peach. Yeah, which I just, I, I gotta say I like the name. Good job. I haven't, uh, yeah, I don't know. I have no familiarity with that at all, so I'm just no. kind of like. The all right. Only, we're... The only peach beer I'm familiar with and like, because I don't like peaches but, normally, is okay. Abita. Eh, we're picking this apart too much. We, yeah, need, yeah, to, yeah. we need to move Moving on. on. So. I, so, okay, hold on. Before I, I want to do one quick thing before we move on, as we're talking about some of these, how do you think the shoot is going to do with that kind of lineup? Do you, th- you think they're they're I think it's they're strong? Gonna... They're they're putting okay. in on the fresh squeezed, which is their big seller, and the way they're sticking to that and distributing in that category, and sticking to their quotes heritage series. And the, like, if you look in the heritage series, those are the beers I think of when I think the shoots. Those, those are the beers I love. Yeah, um, those are the ones, and they're year-round, and they're still, like, the ones you, like, craft beer snobs, the beers you had when you were first trying an IPA, they're like, our, you know, our stouts and our porters and stuff that you loved, you know, five, six years ago, still there on the shelf th- every day for you. But for new craft drinkers, or not even craft drinkers, here's the juicy, fruity, citrusy stuff I, right there that's yeah. light and easy drinking and easy on your palates. And then they're like, also, here's Abyss year-round. Baskin. Yeah, I think, of, I think of Deschutes as a, as, a, as a dark beer kind of company for whatever reason. Just I because, it's did. probably just because, it's just because I, I really love the Black Butte Porter. But, oh, that too. And that's, the Abyss. But. I always considered yeah. them that as well. Uh, another company I always considered to be a dark beer company is Rogue. And someone grab it and tell us about their 2021 calendar. Yeah, I guess I can. Uh, sorry, I was trying to get like Casey's ideas about what how they were going to do going forward. But hmm. 
because you know he's he's usually right. Uh, well, no, I think that you know they've got a. Uh, are we or do we have listings of what we predict for 2021? No, yeah, no. there's no list. Are we doing We're that, that at all? Today. <laughs> if you want to okay. fire one off, you can. If you want to predict. So, that's no, no, no. I, w- I really want Casey to call his shot. I want him to like Babe Ruth this stuff. Like, Casey's good with calling these shots. Um, I think what you see in their lineup is going to be extremely common throughout the rest of beers a- across the U.S. Um, and there's three things that I see in their lineup here in the year round specifically. Number one. Um, lifestyle brands over on the right, those tend to be lower alcohol beers, which require less ingredient to make. So lower ABV means less malt going in there in the first place. So that lowers the costs on those beers specifically. You're also going to find that in that that category, you can have some stuff like Deschutes, which I think is more of a, a... hop forward beer but i think that leads into the next phase which is over on the left the fresh family i think you're going to find more of the hard to get hops in highly distributed brands because Mm. breweries have not the big breweries that are out there are the number one user of hops period so before this time period there have been a lot of drive there's been a lot of drive to get those volumes of hops up mosaic citra you know it takes years to ramp up and i think this is the year that we're going to see uh, an ample supply um of those that's a good that's a good call there actually and it compounds on top of the fact that many breweries weren't able to sell what they had last year and so they've got this stock currently of 2018 29 sorry 2019 2020 hops that are going to roll over and they're going to get their new hops in 2021 that they haven't been able to use 2020 hops up yet. So they're going to just be throwing a lot of hops at stuff because they've got contracts. They can't well, say no to these hops. They have to take them or sell them off to another brewery. I mean, that's true. But also, like, there was a, there was a hop shortage on some of the varietals. Uh, there's always a hop shortage on I mean, there always, always is on some, something. But, but there, there, I think that, like, there, there was a pretty pronounced one last year about a, a couple of them. But... Uh, I think it was probably just like the trendier ones from last year, which I want to feel like it's probably carrying over from the year before, like Mosaic and something else. Um, And, and it really is the problem with, and the problem and, and the beauty of hops is, you know, the hop that's hot this year could be Mosaic, but the hop that's hot in the fall may be something different, but the, the, hop growers have had to plan sometimes in many cases, seven years prior to, to know what the hop will be seven years from now. And so yeah, that's getting like, like, that's getting like distilling territory. If I didn't know. Well, that's, and that's the problem is many of the hops that they're testing now won't be readily available to most people um, for many years because you've got to, the only way to replicate this hop is to grow it and then cut the, the root in, half and four pieces whatever and then you plant those four pieces and then you can double your crop triple your crop in one year but if you're starting with one plant 
how many years does it take to get to 100,000 plants at that stage? And so it really is a um, – uh, at a certain point, you can start throwing away these hop binds because they – or hop roots, the rhizomes, because you've got too many. Um, but to get to that point is a long, drawn-out process, um, okay. which also brings in prediction number three, which kind of goes in line with the, um, the heritage brand. And um, – Two things that I'm seeing there and two things that I'm – or one thing that I'm seeing throughout most of these brands that I'm seeing coming up is a push toward dark beers, porters, and stouts. Um, those I think are going to be much more – I won't say in demand, but breweries are going to try to push them more, which may in of its own right because the supply is there drive a little bit more demand. You're going to see more people taking up porters and stouts um, this year well, because, again, like- it's a cheaper product to make. It, okay, it's cheaper to make, and also like they they're hardier. They 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 keep longer. So mm-hmm. there's a bigger buzz you know, around that's them. That's an excellent as well. point, actually. There, there's always been a bigger buzz around them until like I want to say like the last couple of years when it's been like, oh, look at look at this new hazy IPA. And there's been an IPA community, but like, yeah, the stouts have been like, oh, look at our special version of this imperial barrel aged whatever mm-hmm. you know and 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 it's usually stouts and portals is where they yeah i, I don't know that was something i was actually thinking of today when we read ethereal was like yeah they make a lot of fantastic beer but they know baba their imperial stout is where their bread is buttered mm-hmm. and, well and that's I'm not talking even about Imperial Stouts. I think Imperial Stouts will continue to have their their releases and their their shortages there. I, I'm talking more about your run of the mill, four to five percenters, um, maybe five to six on some of those that that are very simple when it comes to the hop profiles, um, but more complex when it comes to making a dark beer. I hate yeah, to and use I, that I w- as a segue, but our next one, uh, our next brewery that we're going to talk about, Rogue. They, I don't want to say they're king, but they're really good at that. They have a lot of stouts that ride that five to six percent line. Yeah, that are crushable and great. So, uh, first up from Rogue, uh, we've got their core, which uh, year round. You got your Dead Guy Ale, which classic. Yeah, I was gonna say, pretty solid. Pretty solid kind of beer. Even likes that one. (laughs) I'm just like. What? <laughs> my dad doesn't but well he doesn't know he hasn't tried it but hmm. next you've got bat squatch great name just their those juicy last year it's pretty good yeah they're juicy hazy ipa with mo- brewed with mosaic uh the newport days which is new which is a hazy pale ale with uh sabro hmm. sabro and el dorado hops uh I had to make sure there wasn't like Sabaro where I was like made with pizza hops. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Casey, can we get pizza hops or am I just being a crazy person? I mean call me, call me. there's hops out there that have herbal notes to them. That yeah, have yeah, 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 yeah. But, but oregano pizza. and I, I I don't think you can make a pizza into a hop. Yet. I'm, dis- I'm disappointed. You can throw okay. pizza into Brittany, the Good mash. point. Good point, Brittany. It's time to genetically modify this yes. stuff. I will. I, you know what? I don't care. I don't care how many weird Frankenstein monster creatures we have to create to make pizza beer. But mm. 
It'll, it's gonna happen. Dogfish. That's head, what I want. At. Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, Dreamland. Their light American lager. Uh, a slightly sweet finish with a hint of spice from the Sterling hops. That sounds pretty good. Uh, they've got another new one uh, for their core, the Hazelnut. The Hazelnut. Uh, uh, new graphics. Sorry, you're right. They. No, they, I, they I, have... I had to look at these specifically. I was like, yeah. Oh, that's oh, so that's they label the. New. They label I thought it they had new... had the Hazelnut already, but yeah. I was I was just like, well, maybe I'm wrong. It'll say new product, new graphic, new, like their new package. Change yeah. the label, yeah. and they've got uh, the the Hazelnut Brown Nectar, which I think sounds that, really good. I think that's so new. We've gra- had that before. That's what I was looking at. The Hazelutly Chalk Tabulous. Oh, that's why I'm. I think this is just a rebranding of that beer. Oh, yeah. maybe. Yeah. And you got the Out of Line, a West Coast IPA featuring Mosaic, Simcoe, and Cascade. Those are some good hops. Uh, the Honey Kolsch, which is a new graphics. Uh, I don't know if I've had that, but that... Yeah. It's good. I, I want some Honey I want some honey Kolsch. The next one, uh, I, I think, sounds pretty good. Colossal Cascade, Imperial featuring Citra... Strata, uh, Chinook, and Cascade. Strata, Chinook, and, and Cascade. Yeah, sorry. I had to kind of zoom in to see what that said. Yeah. And then they've got a new packaging for uh, uh, Supply Drop, a new 12-pack uh, variety. And then they've got a Nitro Chocolate Stout and a ni- their Nitro Shakespeare Stout. All in cans. Which that one is a new product cans. and package, it says. Uh, the Shakespeare one, yeah, which I don't get. How is it a new product? Product, and a new but package. then it's a new package also. Nitro. Yeah. Uh, there was I, I never... assume they probably. Had, yeah, I assume they had a Shakespeare Stout, but yeah, now they have a Nitro with a, oh, a different packaging. That makes yeah. that would make sense then. Yeah. All right. Uh, they've also got their seasonal twelve pack or uh, twelve ounce six pack, which is uh, Yellow Snow. Uh, raspberry gose, uh, gosa, Jesus, uh, and uh, and a jam sesh, which is uh, both uh, the last two are new ones. I'm like, okay, I felt like they're a little late to the... really good, actually. Yeah, I felt like they're a little late to the gosa game, but uh, well, it it goes into um, low ABV. Yeah, so sure. Goes I think that uh, yeah. It, it also maybe like they're just trying to get. Maybe they're hoping that 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 one might break a little wild to 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 be a bigger product than yeah, even if it makes or recoups whatever they you know make for it. Mm. Well, so the maybe jam it's a though it, is a to to look at it in a movie. Uh, oh yeah, the yeah. Uh, then we also have the seasonal four packs. Where uh, nothing is new, where you've got the Newport Knights, the Combat Wombat. That's a, that is a good name. That uh, is actually the, from a book, and I'm wondering if they named it after that or not. I'm going to say about 75% chance. Uh, and the Pineapple Party Punch. Which I want desperately right now. I don't know why. And because, pine- uh, then, because pineapple. So I am sitting here... <laughs> With bated breath for you to get down to some of these limited time only. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking here and I'm I'm excited. We're ready. My body is willing. Uh, we've got uh, February to May. You're gonna have a uh, rolling thunder. Oh God. The thunder. Sorry, I'm just picturing um, 
you know, terrible bombing runs in Cambodia. Um, but it's their imperial that's, that's style. That's where your head goes, dude. Stop. <laughs> Stop, Bob. Stop thinking about historical precedent for the things you're reading. Mm. Uh, the uh, RTIS variant, the I guess the Rolling Thunder Imperial Stout variant, uh, is an Imperial Stout with an added flavor twist, but they don't say what the flavor is. Yeah. I don't know yet. Yeah. I mean, that's right. that's what I would say. Whatever our flavor uh, develops. <laughs> probably oh yeah no this one's this one's funky you got infected didn't you no it's funky uh we've also uh that uh let me just keep going down the barrel age sorry the the Uh, i want these next ones the fooder age stuff because the name is fantastic yeah you've got uh cote de rogue a sour blonde with fruit Sour blonde with fruit. Huh. That's interesting. Fooder aged sour blonde with, uh, w- what do you think that's with, Brittany? <laughs> Possibly with fruit. Just okay. Guess. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, there is a Cote de Rogue Creek, which is the uh, fooder aged sour beer with cherries. Have we had a <laughs> sour from Rogue before, or am I insane? No. Okay. I think we have. I think they're new. I'm, into, I'm intrigued. The, those are new. They like, all say new product. I just didn't know if they yeah, had the, one Yeah, they're new now. into fooders. And then you've got the Cote de Rogue Ode Brune. Mm. Fooder aged sour brown ale. I'm yeah. kind of excited about that. That sounds... The middle one, I'm just... I can't... I get scared about cherries. <laughs> well, I mean, you're afraid <laughs> of tussin. the night being dark full of tussin. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, sometimes... Sometimes, Brittany, what you need is some some tussin to get you through the night when you're shaking with fever. Um, <laughs> that's what I learned. Sure. Well, we've still got some uh, limited changed. times with uh, new packaging. I think there's no new beers. It's all just new Yeah, package. it all just says new package. Yeah, uh, the Wet Pop Coast Haze, the Double Chocolate Stout. Ooh. Double Chocolate uh, Cans. That's cans. Yeah, both those in cans. Yeah. Double Chocolate and Cans way sounds just just great uh pumpkin patch ale the dead and dead and dead is great so i don't know if you guys remember that like brew day in casey's garage and we all just got plastered i brought a bottle <laughs> not of the dead but no i don't for much outside brought, of eating hot pellets yeah, i brought a, that's a same bottle page. of the dead and dead and it was pretty good i don't remember that at all i uh, didn't <laughs> Dead guy ale aged in dead guy uh, whiskey soaked in uh, oak chips. And then they have Santa's private reserve. You know, it's Santa's little helper. <laughs> when uh, it's uh, offspring will win dog, uh, uh, greyhound dog races. <laughs> All right. Simpsons uh, reference. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll grab this next one. Um, All right, left hand. The yeah. Brewers Association, basically headquartered <laughs> and run by left hand. How many nitro milk stouts <laughs> is Left Hand going to give us this Look, year? We were talking, I was talking with uh, Kent and Amos recently, and Kent was, uh, Amos was talking about how much he loves Milk Hand Nitro, to which I went, same page, brother. I understand. <laughs> yeah. it's, a gr- it's a great nitro. They just, they, uh, they milk that, uh, that milk they stout teat real hard. Yeah. Hey, they do. it ain't broke. Don't try to, you know, run out of money with it. 
theirs isn't also i don't like their infographic as much because it's not as like these are year round these are you know they've got their seasonal stuff i guess the stuff on the top is year round yeah okay i don't feel like we don't even really need to run down because no um so we'll, we'll just it's whatever. ready are are it you is... ready for the flavor by the way what? what's the flavor for rolling thunder Oh, oh is he, it? Looking oh, at, he looked at the label. He looked it up. What's the, what's yep. the flavor on Thunder? Is it Cambodian Tears? A <laughs> um, little bit more heat. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Is it, is it, is it, is it chocolate? Chipotle. Oh. Just Chipotle. Yeah, late. Oh. I'm I'm assuming it's this coming year's because labels approved it in November, and that's a early. Um, that's like a January through February earlier than release. So that has to be for this next release. Chipotle. That could mm. interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, on the year round ones for left hand, I do want to say, cause they, they do have two marked as new. Um, there's no description of these though. Uh, and the image is mm, slightly garbage, but um, so they do. I, I can't really see super. One is an IPA. Definitely. I can't tell what the other one is. I assume it was an IPA. Probably. Cause it says it comes out in March. So it's, it's about that time. You know, uh, but they so they do have two new products coming out for the year-round releases. Uh, now to the seasonals, left hand, and of course, you know, Nitro Palooza. You don't uh, say. There's an eight-pack <laughs> of Nitro <laughs> beers yeah. from yeah. Uh, and, so and Brittany, you uh, you're not on the Nitro train, if I understand. Uh, n- yes, correct. What? I, what uh, tell us about these seasonals? Not about these. So, bittersweet nitro. This is one of the new ones. Imperial coffee milk stout. Okay, I'd, at eight point nine percent. I'd try that. Uh, what about this next one? Getting tiki with it. Yes. Nitro. I mean, you got to give it Where's... to them on the names, really. Pina colada wheat. Casey, oh. where is my tiki set? <laughs> okay, I'm intrigued by that. What one. did you do to them? That causes you to pull back when it's like pina colada wheat. It's like, like um, what just happened? No. Uh, they have a oh. white Russian nitro. Didn't know that. That's been around. That's yeah. been around, yeah. Uh, then the, another new one is black forest nitro. Uh, cherry chocolate stout, and I say nay to Tuzzin. Oh. So well, okay. I mean, that's fair. But <laughs> I, when I heard cherry, oh, I heard. Whatever that was, that was German. I was like, I was like. Yeah, Black no, Forest. Before that, Black uh, Forest is like a German chocolate cake, or is it? What are we? Oh, yeah. oh. I mm, yeah. Um, also, I'm I'm like one of the few women in the universe I think that doesn't like uh, cherries or strawberries or anything like that with chocolate. So <laughs> I'm like, eh, whatever. Uh, there's a few new ones on the next ones that aren't nitro that are seasonals. Um. <laughs> Although it doesn't, I, I mean, a little annoyed that it doesn't say when those seasonals are coming out, but uh, whatever. When, when the season hits. Oh, it does. Q1, yeah. Q2, Q1. Q3. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Oh, okay. I guess I was expecting, because some of the other ones are just say like March, April, you know, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I uh, want a month. <laughs> yeah. I need specifics. Okay. Uh, so Found Fortune, which is one of the new ones, uh, Q1. So this is Dry Hopped Double IPA. Uh, then we have, <laughs> oh. Uh, Moscow Mule beer. <laughs> I've seen a few of those around. This is not the first Moscow Mule beer I've seen. Yeah, I just like ginger and lime pale ale. You know what? I, I would try it even despite the ginger. Would you? 
I oh heck yeah, Bob. Because no, Lime, no, not you, Casey. I meant specifically Brittany. Because Lime. <laughs> because I want to make one of my own now. I have a, a a love, a deep love for Lime. Okay. Um, yeah, but you have a deep hate for Ginger. I know. Just, just, just. It's the, it's the. Shush, Bob! And, don't, and, don't ruin my dreams. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, Oktoberfest, which obviously seasonal, blah blah. blah. Uh, a new, another new one though is the S'mores Milk Stout. Want? Yes. Uh, milk, it's weird because it says TBD. I guess on the description, <laughs> it's like uh, okay. They don't know yet. It's um, it's, it's Q4. They got time. Q4. Yeah. So which makes sense because it seems like a very wintry. They're like, look, we got a label. We got time to come up with what the beer's actually going to. It should be summer, though, shouldn't it? Because that's when you make s'mores when you're camping. You want them in the fall. It's a it's a late chocolate graham cracker. That's a yeah. Um, That's a fall. Yeah, I think it's a November thing. I'm just saying you do when you're camping, which you camp in the summer. But Q4, I mean, that's October. That's like a good time to anyway. uh, Okay, so next up, which is I. Okay, this little area. Oh, it says in select markets. Oh, I swear to God. Okay, so in May, May of this year is the sour ale, key lime pie, key lime nitro. pie, nitro, key lime pie, which I love, but now I'm confused because nitro and I don't like nitro. Left hand nitros <laughs> everything, and they need to slow it down with all the nitro. I know. No, they need to they need to speed it up. Yeah, see, Bob's about those, and I'm just like, I need bubbles. <laughs> and then they have you can get mixed, Brittany, they're mixed on packs my mind and they make me happy. All the all the milk stout the mix packs. Yeah, the all the packs. You can get things. the milk box. Which is another trend we're seeing in these announcements is like Not that box. All the all the variety packs and boxes of like the milk box here, contains peanut butter milk stout, s'mores milk yes. stout, and then it just says yes. flavored milk stouts. Yeah. And that's also fine. That's Whatever fine. you want to do. I want them. Now right. those are those nitro or just no? Uh, it doesn't say it. Not in the. It says milk stout nitro on that box. I need the milk box. Fall twenty twenty one. Bring it. Okay. Not in the fall one. Mm. Okay, so uh, that well, label's probably not out there yet. Yeah, yeah. it's possible, but it's, it does say milk stout nitro, twelve pack bottles. Bleh. So, <laughs> so Brittany, it's not for you. It's for me, and not everything is for you. Some things are for me. All right, Casey, can you give us a quick rundown of what Dogfish is uh, uh, admitted they're keep, doing? Keeping up with their, their standards, sequential, slidey mighty, their new low-cal, low ABV beer, um, 60-minute IPA. Uh, one that they released last year, their juicy IPA with extra oats in it, um, which you know blows my mind they actually put oat milk in that one. Yeah, I want to um, try it. Hazy. Yeah, I, <laughs> I want to try that, I'm just putting oat, oat milk, milk in something. <laughs> Um, 90 minutes, there's a classic, uh, liquid truth serum. I can't remember how old that one is. I feel like it was a last year, year before beer though. It, it used uh, to be a tap room only thing. So that was one, uh, that was like a concoction that, uh, Calgione would only allow at the tap room. And that was like his go-to beer. Mm. And that's why he called it liquid truth serums because he'd always drink too much and do interviews and say crap he wasn't supposed to say. <laughs> but then Jesus. he went... But then he bent the knee, and uh, and Jim decides now. <laughs> um, their 
new beers, I guess. That are, well, classic for the fall seasonal pumpkin ale, as usual. Um, they're doing another year of the campfire-inspired stout. So a spore, s'mores milk stout with real marshmallows, graham crackers, cocoa nibs, vanilla bean, cinnamon, um, and smoke malt, which I think is an interesting addition. People went uh, crazy for that this year, but I guess it didn't sell absolutely great because 2020 and we were at Jungle Gyms. <laughs> And they just had a big display where they were selling six packs for like two or three bucks. I, I, I mean, 2020, oh. sure, but smoked malt, it's okay in small amounts. I don't necessarily want smoked malt as an everyday drinker. Uh, I want smoked <laughs> yeah. everything. <laughs> no, I'm with Casey. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, would um, I would pass <laughs> on that beer just because of that. It does bring me to my other prediction for this year, as we've seen it. I wrote this down before I went through this list, actually. Uh, marshmallow all the things. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, what we saw with the pumpkin movement seven years ago, six years ago, uh, we're going to see with marshmallows this coming year. Marshmallow no. spice lattes. Yes, absolutely. I think that's yeah. for you. Up, I think for you, basic, basic ladies. Uh, and I'm, I'm seeing the s'mores inspired for a lot of things, but I think you're going to go any fur- much further than that, and I think it's going to be you're going to have marshmallow by itself. You're going to have marshmallow not with graham crackers and chocolate. Um, think of it maybe like you would do key lime marshmallow instead of just a key lime pie or something, like I'm some interesting flavors like that. I mean, I in think- fairness, key lime pie is basically just marshmallow with with lime. Looking at this, uh, I think Casey's dead on the money because these, like, we're looking at national and like strong regional. Like, when I say regional, like half the damn country um, is the level we're looking at. So they're usually a few years behind what your local craft breweries are doing. And local craft breweries have been massive into marshmallow for the past couple of years. So you have uh, breweries like The Answer, they've been doing these massive fruited. beers with marshmallow for years and people have been eating it up and i know locally around here they've been putting marshmallow and lactose in effing everything for the last couple years you can't get away from it so yeah i i see that definitely finally leaking into the national and it's it's i think in my opinion i think a lot of these things are driven by availability of a few suppliers in the market and the availability of marshmallow extracts because marshmallow it's not a naturally occurring flavor (laughs) don't Uh, you lie to me i can go down and pick out some marshmallows right out of the field i have never been to a marshmallow (laughs) plantation uh don't say plantation that makes everything much sadder (laughs) but you you have to put this in as a basically a liquid or as whole marshmallow form. I really feel like most breweries are putting in a bag of marshmallows and then the rest of it's going to be marshmallow flavoring. Um, but those you marshmallow jar, you, you do like my mom does when she makes a uh, peanut butter candy. You yeah. just dump a whole jar of marshmallow fluff into the thing, and it's mm. pretty much. Um, you can now buy marshmallow flavoring at a very reasonable cost so for every three barrels give or take you're, you're basically paying ten dollars a barrel in marshmallow flavor right now um and then you can go even cheaper than that in bulk i'm sure uh but at what we would be paying it would be about ten dollars a barrel 
which is much, much cheaper than raspberries or chocolate or vanilla beans or whatever else you've got out there. I'm surprised it hasn't been cheaper than them already. Oh, it, those those things, vanilla specifically, um, has been very expensive the last few years thanks to a, a vanilla bean shortage. But um, that's starting to correct itself a little bit. Um, two new beers, though, coming from – or at least two that I have not seen. Um, those out there may be able to correct me. But the Sunday Feels, uh, a crisp and spritzy laid-back beer mosa sour mm. brewed with peaches, grapes, and citrus um, – 6.5% ABV, that's that's a, not big for this brewery, but it's big for sours, in my opinion. Um, I don't necessarily feel like 6.5 is the right place for it, but I'd have to taste it, and I'm sure they know what they're doing. Um, I'd much rather have like a 4.55 percenter. Yeah. Um, just so, you know, if you're, you're saying crisp, spritzy, laid back, I want those things to be more, I can drink a bunch of them. They're selling it as a brunchy kind of beer and 6.5 isn't really a brunchy kind of beer. I mean, what kind of brunch are you going to? Yeah. Um, I mean, we do have wine with a little bit of orange juice mixed in and, and Bloody Marys are certainly up there, but, um. Beer no, most Bloody, Mar- Bloody Marys are an abomination that shouldn't be anywhere. Oh, they're delicious. I would, I would have. I want to make a Bloody Mary mix and sell it, like just Please my stop. own homemade mix. I want Mad. more of the Flying Dog Bloody Mary beers. Yes, amazing. The both of you. That and their Old Bay beer. Oh. Um, and then they've got a mango smoothie, S M O O V I E, uh, a fruited tart L brewed with mangoes, tangerine, yellow cardamom, rose water, and vanilla. Um, yeah, dogfish. Not always... a, I'm not a big mango guy, but that sounds like that might be pretty good. The combination of yeah, it's. it's hmm. <laughs> I, I've only used green cardamom, as far as I know. I think it's the green cardamom. I don't know what yellow cardamom tastes like. Um, if it's anything like the others in a you know a decent amount in this beer with the rose water, it may actually just bring out some herbaceous floral notes. Um, those two combined, well, the mix uh, like the tangerine a, and the vanilla. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta see what the flavor notes are for yellow cardamom, um, and then of course, whoop, oh goodness. Um, <laughs> This is such a weird thing to uh, to put in there, but Utopius Barrel Aged Worldwide Stout. Yes. Uh, back, so they did it last yeah. year. It's come back, but it's Delaware only. That's how they did uh, it last year, and that's like it hits like four liquor stores in dumb. Delaware, and they do a release from the brewery, I mean, and that's it. So this is the year that. I mean, we if we can find vacation? out the date, if we can find out, I, they didn't I have a whole it. extra. They didn't announce the date for like the the statewide release. It just happened. This says September to October, so we have yeah, a time frame. Yeah, they just give you a time frame, and that's just like, hey, go check your liquor stores, and that's it. Mm. We'll, we'll, mm. we'll look into this. <sighs> Interesting. Because keep in mind, this is also going to be a Utopia's year. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and that's, the I think, the only reason that you get that is because they've got to dump the Utopius barrels. Yeah. 
and then in the same year you're going to get those the worldwide stout that gets tossed in there for six weeks mm-hmm. um, what I find interesting is that they're releasing this in September October time frame which means to me that's, utopia that's... barrels are being dumped like now potentially uh, or at least in like that's usually April. when Utopias is available. Well, Utopias is actually no. available in like August. Wait. August? Yeah, no, no, isn't it? no. It's 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 a it's a November thing. Yep. No, that's just usually when we can get a hold of it. It actually okay. releases to stores, like it releases to distributors, much much earlier than you're thinking. Well, that's when they can place an order for it, but that doesn't mean that it's it, necessarily. I've, I see it yeah. sell out. No, a lot of Kroger stores in because a lot of Krogers in Ohio so, get it. And they sell it out in the beginning of September. Oh. Um, October fifteenth is the release date. So uh, in two thousand nineteen, uh, Utopias the Utopias's first availability in twenty nineteen, last time it was released, was October fifteenth. Birthday present. We should. And the uh, first time on in tap rooms, well, in the Cincinnati tap room was November fifteenth. Yeah. So we should. Uh, we should this year get some Utopias and also some truck wine. And see um, yes. And also, save up your money because I, this year, you know not good at that. <laughs> this year, there have been two bottles, two bottlings of Utopias announced. <gasps> so, uh, maple syrup version. What? Oh. <gasps> um, yep, maple syrup aged in barrels and maple syrup and cherries. Oh uh, no, no! Cherries. I can't, but I can't, I can't uh, ask much more without losing, without losing where, consciousness. Please tell me we're done. Uh, there's probably going to be like a Massachusetts only or something. Guess what? I, I don't care. I have a week of va- I have an extra week of vacation this year, Chris. I will drive whatever distance it takes. All right, uh, keep yelling. We need to finish this out. So, <laughs> founders, scooting on. <laughs> scoot, scoot, uh, scoot, scoot, scoot. I, I'm not going to go. You know what they're your rounds. About? What? Uh, that's this is what their things always look so like. Dumb. Like in their calendar, yeah, because they are set January to to December. But what's available? And we have your year rounds that involve, Every, you know, backwoods bastard and KBS because we live in a time of embarrassment of riches, <laughs> and we should just bloody. Never mind. So it it should be noted, uh, Dirty Bastard, which had been not retired but had been put on the back burner, is back as a year round, which is the unbarrel aged version of Backwoods. Um, And Breakfast Stout, Nitro Breakfast Stout, Rubeus, uh, Red's Rye, Ford Giant. Yeah. All right. Uh, Seasonal Nitro Rubeus. They've got two new uh, seasonals that are not announced yet. Uh, You're gonna have. Looks like your summer one is not announced. I'm guessing it's going to be an IPA. On the Q4. And then the fourth quarter, uh, not announced. Your Barrel Age series, you've got one, two, three, four unannounced ones. Oh, crap. And two of them, they're going to be released together during Q4. And I'm How is guess Backwoods are... Bastard and KBS still part of their Barrel Age series? I mean, the, their Barrel Age series. It just happens to be year-round. Backwoods Bastard, KBS, Nitro KBS, Panther Cub, mm-hmm. uh, Masagave, and well, a couple of those grapefruit and lime. So that Masagave is pretty good, I have to say. Let's touch yeah, on but, that. Uh, hold on, let's 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 
let's real quick think about Masagave grapefruit and what what sort of war crime are they doing to make that? So Masagave, uh, they have spun that out into its own brand of things yeah. because that's, that's the seltzer, I, I and it is yeah, actually doing yeah, pretty good. And I liked it. I lo- when I first had the Masagave, I liked it. No, it wasn't. That's fine. That's not a that's seltzer. F- and that's good. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, whatever. they have a seltzer line that's nothing but Masagave. Oh, no, I'm saying like the, re- the regular beer. No, the regular one's a beer, yeah. It's yeah, a tequila yeah. barrel-aged. Yeah. yeah. But no, Masagave is also their seltzer branding now. Uh, yeah, again, fine. No problems with that. Mm. What sort of monster puts grapefruit? With the, well, uh, mm. Someone with sense, because... No, I mean, no, I don't want it. I don't want it. It is a seller. I say it doesn't, I, it doesn't I matter what it, you want. It matters what people buy, and they buy the hell out of grapefruit. Yeah. So... I mean, look, I don't care what they want to do to their man, but... <laughs> the grapefruit, I think, goes well with with beer in this one. Especially, it looks like the Masagave has got a huge... Um, uh, well... Maybe, no. but it's not a flavor I necessarily want with beer, is my, is my point. It, it, Maybe it with does have its hits and misses, you know? So, I mean, you, you drink grapefruit flavor all the time with beer... You? It's just in with yeah. So your classic sea hops, um, Cascade um, has I think it's Cascade has a lot of grapefruit flavor in it. Anything you, citrusy is a bunch of grapefruit. Why are you throwing facts back in my face? Trying to tell me what I do and do not like. Um, yeah, anything like that Northwest um, IPA is mm-hmm. going to have. Yeah, here we go. Um, uh, Cascade, Northwest Brittany, our homeland. Flowery and spicy, citrus-like, with a slight grapefruit characteristic. Um, Sam Adams, seventy-six. Oh, yeah, that's good, it's good, but, but it's I didn't get like any grapefruit. Grapefruit, that. you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a sommelier. I'm just a professional drunk. Uh, I don't recall, I don't recall grapefruit. All right, well, um, professional drunks. So we've gone through the Barrel Age series. There's going to be four new ones. I'm predicting the Q4s that are coming out that are to be announced are going to be KBS variants because they've been yeah. up releasing at least two variants of that now a year because we had Espresso and the Mackinac Fudge. And the Mackinac Fudge was pretty good last year. Uh, it tasted I, I, like straight-up fudge. I'm, I'm betting there's going to be at least another... Type of chocolate, KBS, and a. I want to say there's gonna be a marshmallow with KBS. Casey, Casey kind of sold me with how much availability yeah. is. I, I think you combine those two. I think there's a s'mores KBS on the way. Yeah, that's Has what I'm saying. Good prediction. Yeah. Some kind of like marshmallowy KBS because uh, KBS already has coffee. It already has some uh, chocolate. Mm-hmm. So really, all it needs is graham cracker and. A little bit of cho- a little bit of marshmallow, and that's it. Yeah. Casey, are you also picturing like the at least the head brewer we saw of founders from when they like when we went to the 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 craft beer fa- like like the long hair, uh, long hair, long black hair. I don't remember his name. Um, founders brewer. 
Uh, I think so. Okay, that's fine. I'm not even going to check what you're looking at. I'm just assuming we're picturing the same guy. There's so much TBA on here, and I'm just like, okay, there's a lot that you guys don't even have. Like, well, a lot of, okay, so but it's most of the TBA stuff that you've been looking at is stuff that doesn't distro. Mothership uh, series only sells out of their tap Michigan. rooms. Okay. Uh, the bottle shop series, like those are even harder to get a hold of. The limited series uh, will right, see I'm distro, a, I'm, but very I'm an limited. idiot, but what is the blushing monk? That sounds familiar, but it's no, a, I don't not. It's a fruited uh, Belgian. Uh, okay. Well, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Uh, it's not raspberries, but it might be raspberries. I think it is raspberries. Um, Makes sense. Uh, it's 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 raspberry rosé, yeah. the raspberry. kind you find that you in a secondhand brewery. I don't know. Whatever. Um, that is another. Mm-hmm. I need to write that down. All right. Uh, <laughs> so that's so, those let are me, all the ones we've got. Let me put this I mean, out they, there. They do have saying like in the bottle shop series that Nemesis will come out. It looks like in quarter two, and that's about it. I think that you can read a lot into the color of what they've put on here, even if they didn't put a name. So I think that in the limited series, Blushy Monk is that light peachy color, but you've got a dark red that's halfway down through there. Um, I think it's too late for something like strawberries, but I wouldn't be surprised to see something like you've got Rubeus and Nitro Rubeus, maybe an Imperial Rubeus. Um, down that right. Um, I think you're spot on, Chris, with the two KBS variants at the end because that's the right color for them. Um, the Barrel Age series, it would be interesting to see what that ends up being. But being a purple color, I'm almost wanting to say it's something with wine involved in it potentially. Oh, yeah. That's, um, that's I do want to point out that absolutely nothing of their Mothership series has been announced. Yeah, I was like, Come because on, those guys. those are only available from the main from brewery. Main, oh, yeah, annoying. I know. So that they do like variants on Backwoods Bastard that are usually involved in that that you that are only available in the Mothership series. I mean, if you're gonna do variants on something, why not that? And uh, I guess it's to be noted, uh, it's not pictured in the doc, but the first quarter Dragon's Milk variant release has been announced. I, I guess it's already happened at the brewery. Actually, I think it was this weekend, maybe. Uh, it's basically a Reese's cup Ooh. variant on dragon's milk. Wait, okay, hold on, it's hold on, hold on. Need... Okay, thank you. I need. I was going to say I need you to be very, very specific, and let me know whether it was a variant on Reese's cup, or or, just or like a beer variant that was a Reese's cup, because if it was a beer variant, it's a Reese's cup. I'm I'm not even at half mast. You could. I'm. I'm sailing the high seas. But if it's, but if it's like some variant of Reese's, no. All right. No. So like, that's uh, like, coming. Like, like thoroughly cooked rice isn't that soft. Uh, that that'll be out end of February, beginning of March for distro. Uh, that'll be Mass Distro. So if you want to start collecting for next New Year's Eve, hey, start with that one. It's a good good place to get in. Hmm. Right. Um, real quick, before we run into uh, what we're drinking, and just very briefly, what 
I need rampant speculation from everyone here so we can all be very wrong. <laughs> Except Casey, who's going to like nail it in the Casey first place. Casey already guess. nailed it. He He's already, like in he the yeah, Casey, so it doesn't Casey count. Casey's exempt. <laughs> Casey, Casey knows exactly what's happening because <laughs> yeah. he is brilliant and knows all the things. Mm-hmm. I need the idiots of this podcast, Brittany, Chris, me, to figure out what we think is is coming and what's going in the next. So I still have further predictions, two more predictions. Oh. But oh, I mean, Casey, you all go this. ahead and go, and then I'll wrap up because I doubt you all will have the same ones as me. Well, that's very true. For these uh, last two, at least. Uh, Brittany, uh, Chris, no, Brittany, Chris, go ahead. God, I don't know. Um, no, no, I, no, Chris, you start. I'm going to say the same thing I say every year, even though I just looked at the Brewers Association announcement of what's trending. Because we have a whole article linked in here that tells oh. uh, that we could all looked at. Well, and they give you like the percentages, <laughs> the breakdowns of what sold in 2020, and basically, oh, this is what's going to sell. And we looked at it, we just looked at the numbers. Oh. Like, uh, no, someone that no, some of us say, no, we looked at the numbers and then we've also just looked at and read off what all the major or most of the major breweries are doing this year. Yeah, and guess what? It's juicy and hazy IPAs, it's always it's juicy tart ales, yeah. that's and citrus ales. Like, that's that's what it is, but that's not my prediction because that's just that's the regular crap that everyone's it's, gonna shove it's, out it's, there. It's, yeah, that's that's them trying to catch up to the trend. Who's who's going to be ahead of the game? I'm going to say what I say every year. I'm going to say hardcore sours. Hmm. And it, there is a chance because a lot of people, like you're seeing Rogue start dipping into food or aging. They've never done that before. Yeah. So you're, you've got more breweries who have never done any food or stuff starting to dip a toe into those waters. Okay, I know they're not craft anymore. New Belgium, they have fooders, right? They have to, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. they, have the, they have the fooder forest. Yeah. Okay, thank you. I'm sorry. There's just a, like a half minute where I was like, no, no. They started doing like Belgians and trying to get, get into yeah. sours. There's no way they don't. They, they definitely do. They, oh, they've had. They literally won their career. Yeah. They won a, one of the best fooders in the world through a bowling game. <laughs> Look, uh, oh. Fair. Uh, There's just me being kind of like half dumb and half drunk. No, I mean that's yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna say you're gonna like barrel aged sours and fooder age. Uh, that I mean I, every year I'm gonna say it. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be the thing. It's one one of these years, one of these years you're gonna be right. <laughs> a broken clock is right nine times a day. I feel that I got close with saying sours because you have seen like the extreme fruited sours mm. has become Wait. a major craft thing. Like a lot that's, last year, last year and the year before people latched onto it hard. Yeah. That's a, that's a trend among drug addicts. But, uh, 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 Brittany, do you want me to go or do you want to go? Uh, I, I don't have any, I have no like analysis Really, I I am gonna just go off the rails and just be like, you know, be, based on very little that we covered here, uh, I'm gonna say some bananas ass like dessert beers. Oh, that's already happened. Not, no, but no, I, okay. I'm just, I'm saying like, you know, people are just gonna go like, I mean, we've seen like the theme and what's coming out from the from the not, select we've got here. Not, not that actual bananas, right? 
but like who just, knows, Bob? You, you, need, you know. need bananas like as as in crazy bananas both. Yeah, Do I need to column start? A, column B, bananas Foster. I that don't already know. happened last year. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how any other Annette, like I have no idea. I'm I'm horrible at these prediction things. So I'm just no, gonna you're... say like yes, uh, really ridiculous dessert beers. Uh, kind of following along with the marshmallow thing that Casey said. All right. That's all I got. So my my guess is we either go so far past past the uh, uh, past the the seltzers into just alcoholic water, <laughs> or yeah, bubbly, you know. Or we 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 create we we overcorrect into being like back into stout land. Totally I don't know direction. which one it's going to be, yeah. but it's it's going to be either between it's going to be somewhere between seltzer, just just straight alcoholic water, no bubbles. <laughs> you saw more of a correction Vodka. in back into craft into some traditional stuff in the past couple of years, like I, your crispy boys. I, I, I didn't see nothing. <laughs> uh, your colshas and your Bob and I are just like I don't like, know this the, one. Those That's... crispy, refreshing on a hot day, not intense loggers. But I, I, crispy I think, boys I came think, back. I think sometime between, I will say sometime. I, I honestly think between sometime between this year and maybe three years on, they're going to start getting back into like, like like stouts are kind of the thing. But I. Th- I, I don't know if it's going to be this year necessarily. I think we're going to be somewhere in the spectrum, but that, that kind of goes along with my dessert thing because I like I'm thinking like not you know I I guess you can do dessert. I, I, ales, I don't think it's but... going to be I don't think it's going to be yet because like we've like, oh we've had like the 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 New England IPA we've had seltzers try to be a thing like we've been trying to get away from what beer is. I think in in a little bit we're going to get to no let's mm. let's beer it up. <laughs> Uh, speaking of beer it up, uh, what if we've been bearing it up? Well, Casey still oh, had no. two predictions. I've got one. So, Casey had more predictions. I'm sorry. So um, let me mark off some of these that I've okay. So it's okay. We've been drinking. Let's talk about bearing it up. Um, loggers. I think that you're going to see more loggers from smaller breweries Look, because they've got the tanks. I've been making that prediction for years, and I've not been right once. I think this is the year. And the key to it is that you're not selling the volume that you were last year, or two years ago, technically. Um, I think that breweries are going to try to push loggers. I think you're going to see a pretty big push into logger IPAs, uh, or IPLs, I guess. Um, I think you're going to see a big push into IPLs. Okay, hold on, Casey. You've inter- you've you've opened an avenue I didn't realize was available. IPLs are mm-hmm. never mind. I've actually seen those before. Uh, yeah. Pivot makes one. I'm an idiot. Never mind. Continue. Um, just because they've got the space for it and they're able to. And I'm not talking uh, if you're a mass produced um, that you're going to many different accounts. I'm not talking those folks because uh, they still don't have. They're they're doing fine. They're canning. They're packaging. They're going out. They're doing fine. Um, I think you're going to see this year um, fewer expansions, though. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of breweries that um, 
are starting up, but I think you're going to see definitely a larger um, number of breweries that are closing. And I know that's a very broad and, and easy to make pick, but I'm actually going to put a number on it. 680 brewery closings in 2021. Oh, Oh. So that's my that's my number that I want to give because it's it's anybody could just say oh yeah breweries are going to close but I want to put a number on there and that's about double of what they closed in 2020. I don't think the effects of 2020 are fully seen yet. Um, I think that even as a, a a business owner you can hang on with no cash flow for a little while, but it eventually catches up to you when people don't go back. And I think the vast majority of closings are going to happen pre-August, um, and then you'll see a big pushback. Um, with that, there'll be a lot of stuff on the market I think you can buy. So even though there'll be fewer breweries that are expanding, the ones that do should be able to get their stuff for a lot cheaper. Um, so those well, are those, that one. Um, well, I do want to say, like we've, we've, we've said for a time, that it's, it's going to be more and more difficult for mid-range breweries to kind of like hit that national level. Yep. And I, I have to imagine COVID did not make that any easier for anyone. Um, for sure. Uh, well, yet. And that brings me to my next part of that prediction. I think a brewery in the Brewers Association top 50 crafts will close this year. Oh. Um, and I'm oh. not saying a buyout. I'm saying like a full-on close their doors, uh, liquidate everything. Oh, type really? Of sale. Wow. Yes. Um, so, uh, I mean, I hope not, but I think that that's definitely the writing on the wall. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be a, um, a Sam Adams. I don't think it's I think going it'll to be, be stone. Actually, actually, I saw an article recently that Sam Adams is, is no longer considered craft until the Brewers Association changes that. Yeah. <laughs> changes that, that, that meaning again. Yeah. Um, so there's, I mean, that, that same 680, I think one of those will be a large top 50 brewer. Um, and I think my last prediction, you know, it's the show's about beer, but it's also about other things. And so I think what we're going to see is craft distilleries moving in a new direction. Um, I think that you will start to see many more canned cocktails I'm oh, not yeah. talking like mocktails. I'm not talking like um, yeah. I'm not talking like what beer companies put out and, and mm-hmm. call it a cocktail. I'm saying this has whiskey in it, the real whiskey. This has real fruit juice in it. Um, shelf stable to a certain extent, but I'm talking like real in real liquor ingredients as see, a cocktail. I, 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 I thought I thought. I thought this was going to be the year of uh, of gin, since uh, whiskey has already kind of like had its its time, and gin has been having a, a resurgence in England. And I was assuming that at a certain point it would make its way over here. Craft gin yeah. is bubbling. I don't think it'll be like a breakout thing. The uh, so the canned cocktails, not mocktails, uh, is a thing. A lot of so a trend that we've seen in the last two years in this region is a lot of the breweries opening have been breweries attached to distilleries. Like they start the distillery and then the brewery is what gets cranking out day one. And then a lot of the things they started cranking out this past year were canned cocktails. Mm -hmm. So I think Casey's right on the money with that again. Uh, And I think they're going to be Moscow Mule, gin and tonic, um, 
something fruity in classic there. Stuff. I don't know if it. Yeah, I, I think they're going to be classic. Drinks How has Moscow can... Mule become classic? I'm not disagreeing. I'm just wondering at I what don't point. Know. The... I hate it. <laughs> oh, I love did, the Moscow Mule. I may have the, one after this. Did the I'm... Moscow Mule become like, like, like essential to to whatever it is? Uh, by the way, I had to do a lot of explaining on uh, uh, one of the R&P show, uh, pre-show cocktail hour things about why um, why wow. the mojito is the racist uh, – <laughs> uh, sorry, why a mint julep is a racist mojito. And they went, is it because it's brown? No, because it's the drink of plantation owners. Jesus, <laughs> what are you guys going to? 2015. Is the answer to your question? <laughs> is to which question? When did the I'm, Moscow Mule become mule a classic become, cocktail? Oh. 2015. 2015. Okay. It Look, rose sixty percent over 2014 on I, menu I was, placements. I was drunk and I didn't expect an answer that quickly. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought I was going to get that in the after show. You and Moscow it. Mule uh, cups became like the yes. copper Moscow Mule cup became yep. just a thing like that everyone had just a show. Like it wasn't a thing that you actually used, but you had a set of them sitting on a counter. So yeah, someone had a Moscow Mule cup and they had like the little dings, like they were a a, a yeah. copper yeah. distillery pot for an Irish whiskey distiller. Yep, yep. they're everywhere. All right. Uh well uh, so by the way, Moscow oh. Mule turns eighty this year. Oh, okay. wow, okay. So those are our predictions. Bold, <laughs> bold, and uh, as usual, Casey will be right. The rest of us will be dead wrong. I will yes. always no. be wrong. Sours will I never went, have their day. I went, I went super broad. There's no way I'm not right. Oh. Um. Sours, Chris, directly to contradict your prediction, I think sours are going to get less sour. <laughs> Probably. I, I, I just feel like that's the that's kind of the direction. Cause, um, and that's just from personal experience, and I've got a very different clientele than most, but I have people coming in that taste my sour, and they're like, I loved it. It's not nearly as sour as the other ones out there. And I'm like, all right then. I'll take that. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> well, no, I don't even want, like, Hardcore, like I'm not like, oh yeah, give me an old brune. I'm like, no, God, no. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> I, been about but, sours at all lately. Yeah, I mean, depends. Now, I will <laughs> take an old brune. <laughs> uh, I, I, w- I will go that route. That's a different sour to me, like the the real true aged sour. I'm talking like the sour fruity stuff. Yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. The, the Midwest fruit tart. The Berliner yeah. No yeah. creeks. Although, creeks aren't making the comeback. Uh. Maybe I couldn't convince Brady to drink year. one tonight. Not this year. Uh, although the um, White Labs just came out with a new blend for the Appalachian fruit tart. Ooh, and the Appalachian is, fruit tart. We're Appalachian fruit Appalachian tart. And we're like, I'm sorry, what? Really? <laughs> um, and it's a combo of uh, a Kvik yeast, Kvik, Kvik, and a. Um, uh, souring yeast i can't remember if it's bretois or um one of those like sour style like it can it can it can ferment a beer in three days and sour it in those same three days from start to finish (laughs) that's like you have a a beer in three days but it (laughs) ferments at 100 degrees (laughs) okay dang ferments at body temperature 98 what is it? That's meant to like rot. ferment. It's meant to. It's meant to ferment high and uh, 
Gotta be Ooh, careful if you I, drink I mean, it with just, a fever. Jesus. Jeez. <laughs> I uh, look like I was a fever like, and you're gonna be I was, ruined. That beer yeah, I was gonna say, like if you put that urine they put that yeast into me like a few weeks ago, I'd have brewed. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll send you all a link. Good predictions. Uh, but what's not a prediction? What have we actually been drinking? Drink with me, friend. Uh, yeah. I just realized I have, I don't know where the bottle is so for this. <laughs> so I have no actual the, information. Uh, I, I assume, Chris and Brittany, you're drinking the same thing, right? No. no. Well, I don't know. What did you drink? So I, I got the. The dragon's milk, because... The dragon's milk. If you, if you saw New Year's Eve... Which one did you get? We have some dragon's milk left. Uh, I got the, the rum one. Oh. I didn't get that one because it was like 14%. Uh, Never that's mind, why I'm drunk. I, understand, I understand why you're as drunk as me right now. Yeah. I've been sitting here wondering why the two of them are so drunk. No, that explains <laughs> it. No, that's... Yeah. I, I purposely... I looked at that one. I was like, no, I don't want to do that tonight. Oh, and I, was, I just grabbed a regular dragon. I looked at it and was like, rum sounds great. <laughs> That's where my head was. Uh, if it tells you anything, too, like I had a message from a group message from my my other friends, and, and they were like... Uh, other friends? Brittany, I feel like we've been cheated on. It's, it's Laura. Uh, and yeah, I'm kidding. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> but uh, thought you were serious. I tried to say... I, <laughs> I tried to say I'm drunk right now. That's not what that sentence looks like. Uh, so. Okay. Slightly overshare. My mother has had uh, a medical procedure and she's had to been on rum. Uh, no. mm. rum. How about that? Morphine. <laughs> it is like rum. Yeah, you know. That old <laughs> mix up. Morphine and rum. <laughs> and she tried to text me well, she was like still on morphine, and it was just like, "Oh hi, Nguyen. <laughs> I'm Nguyen. not Korean, Mom. <laughs> what are you saying?" Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> All right, so Brittany's having the second biggest uh, dragon's milk that we had on New Year's Eve. It's delicious. It's gone, but it's delicious. It, it smelled like rum. It tasted like rum. It was just rum. Rum, but they left it in the rum barrel. They left it in the rum barrel for a little too long. I think was our yeah. our so, conclusion on that one. I had just a regular dragon's milk because I thought I don't want to get uh, completely shit faced. <laughs> some of us don't have to work tomorrow, and uh, some of us need Casey's help to tell us what the hell we've been drinking. Casey, like me, you want <laughs> me to tell what I've been drinking? No, no you, what you, I've been drinking. You gave because I don't know. A bomb or a barley from, wine. Oh, I, I, I was like, I, you, why do you need my uh, help? Barley uh, wine. I don't know how strong it is. Um, Strong. Yeah, I don't yeah, really yeah. know either. Uh, it's like 12%, something like that. Okay. It's not horrible. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. I we it, told the TTB a number. <laughs> I mean, we sold it out the front door. Who knows? It hasn't even got a label on it yet. Um, it doesn't. It's just a... It's just a a, a, a blank, a <laughs> blank bottle with some uh, set of labels here, um, and I can maybe tell you, but uh, it's what we call the unbridled barley, barley wine, uh, made with 
all Kentucky ingredients, um, except for the yeast. The yeast we brought in, but you know that's just kind of how you go with yeast. Although there is a, now a yeast producer in um, Lexington. Um, oh. All right, eleven point five percent is what we told the TTB. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, it's that's aged in a bourbon barrel. Um, the malt is from a malt house in Cynthiana, Kentucky. Um, is from the hops are cascade from here in Eastern Kentucky, um, locally grown on a farm. Uh, so those are, are here locally. Um, it was made to be an English style malt with a little bit hoppier character, similar to an American style hops, but muted in the English style. So the hops are American, but the hop intensity is English um, with that combo. That, okay, I have, I have this much left of a bomber. Let me uh, let me see how close Casey came to the mark. I'd hope you knew before that. I mean, I did, but it was it was a nice way to explain how much <laughs> I had drank. Chris quit ruining the bit. Um, I will say it it does have uh, a slightly more. It does tend towards a more American style, like extra hoppy, mm-hmm. but it is still. It is still like. A bit more mild than almost all the other flavors to towards towards everything else, but it is yeah. is a little bit hoppy, but it, it but not in a bad way. It's like oh okay. I, I, I think we said when we started out uh, recording, I was like oh man, this is what Bigfoot would be like if Bigfoot was good. <laughs> it has the vast majority is Pilsner malt again from that local brewery. Uh, it's got some Munich malt in it, two different mm-hmm. caramel malts. So one that's an 80 and one that's a 120, both of those high roasted or high uh, caramelized rates. And then some special roast malt to pull in some like toastiness in there as well. So you should it get def- some raisin. It and definitely toast. has some toast. It's a little bit of combo there. Um, but yeah, so uh, it, it was a fun beer to make. And then we aged it in a high rye. Uh, bourbon barrel, which will give you a little bit more alcohol. It kicks it up from 10.6 to 11.5. All right. Well, uh, Casey, what have you been drinking? Because we already know what Chris has been drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on a Trader's Joe's, Trader Joe's wine. I think I paid $7 for the entire bottle. Um, I, th- rates- I, th- I think this is in the not-too-distant future an episode we're doing sometime this year, right? Like a, like a Trader oh, Joe's, Juggle Jim, or kind of, yeah. It's yeah. gonna be some some Patreon stuff. Cool. Um, okay. Vivino has it as a three point three. I think it's a little bit better than that. It's not super complex, but it's a lot of fruitiness and it's pretty good. Um, the it's a Zinfandel Growers Reserve 2019. Um, it averages five dollars and seventy four cents a bottle. So, heck, a three and a half. I feel I feel perfectly fine pouring that down a drain. <laughs> I I will take it. Thirteen point one percent ABV. Um, I just poured the last of the bottle in my glass. Um, you know, a really good wine. I mean, it's from California, Paso Robles. Um, they say jammy and 13. complex. Thirteen point three, right? Oh. Thir- uh, 
Sorry. Never mind. I, I said the wrong spot. Never mind. Um, but uh, they say blackberry, cherry, cassis flavor. I'm not getting cassis. I'm definitely getting blackberry, cherry. Uh, peppery spice notes, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I'm definitely getting jam, though, out of it, which is mm. nice. Uh, it definitely beats out Vega del Origin, um, Open Minded Wine, a Grand Reserva 2011, Terra Alta Domenico de Origin, uh, Spanish wine. Uh, this wine sucked. <laughs> so I spit it out and poured out the bottle. Aged what? in French and American oak barrels for 30 months. I think in that 30 months, it picked up a wild bacteria or yeast because wow. it's rough. Now, does. <laughs> Is is it a jam? Is the one you're drinking the, the Trader Joe's a jam? Because other wines don't shake like that. Yeah, I'm well. More like I can't jelly it. So you can't jelly it up that wine. Yeah. All right. And that, I, I really need one. I really need like the audio listeners to understand how much Brittany is just like covering her face and like. Going, oh Jesus Christ! I, I hate these two. <laughs> oh, what a great time to end this. On that note, Casey holds all the power. <laughs> Subscribe and get some great resources at haveadrinkshow.com. Follow us at Have a Drink Show on social media and Twitch.tv. You can uh, tell us your favorite drink, ask a question, or just leave some general feedback at uh, feedback at haveadrinkshow.com. You can also use the feedback page on the website or smoke signals, uh, carrier pigeons. Um, you know, you can tattoo it on you and uh, uh, tag us on Facebook or Insta- uh, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at haveadrinkshow.com. Be, you know, whatever you decide is best. I don't recommend the last one. Getting drunk dial us, but, you know, all joking and fun aside, I'd like to remind everyone to please drink responsibly. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. And then you can check us out in another couple of weeks for the next live episode. And uh, once again... Uh, oh, and remember to go to patreon.com slash have a drink show. And I also recommend, I keep forgetting to put this actually in here, but have a drink store.com. We have. It's uh, where you can dress as fabulously as I have if yes. you're watching video. Get your, get your have a drink throw pillows for your drunk friends to pass out on. Exactly. Uh, all right. So once again, I'm Brittany Lee Walker. I'm just like. I'm Christopher Walker. I'm Gates Price. See you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. (laughs) 